Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen and pumpkin warriors to that 6++ show. This is the Halloween edition. It is a spookiness tier list tonight. We don't fully know what that is yet, but we're gonna make we're gonna make it for you. And it's Halloween, so if you're not out doing the the duties of trick or treating, then tune in, and we will take you through which of the forty k armies out there are truly the most spookiest. Uh, but uh, we also have a lovely guest tonight. I'm very excited to say that we have Tomic from Contact Lost here. Tomic, how are you doing? Hi, everyone. Uh... Great, thank you for having me. It's, oh, it's, it's a really real pleasure. Uh, to people who might be listening to this on Spotify, uh, Tom is instead of a parrot, he has a huge pumpkin on his shoulder. I have <laughs> two pumpkins sticking out of my head right now. So uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> Looking forward to this one and where it takes us. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so we've we've been chatting about trying to trying to get one of you guys on for a little while. Obviously, we're big fans of Contact Lost here, and we'll talk about a bit more about those guys in a moment. But it's absolutely awesome that you've come on for what is going to be one of our more silly episodes. Um, really, really excited for it. I'm also joined here tonight by the one and only Scrivo. Scrivo, how are you doing? I am very good. Um, I am, in fact, so good that I'm going to catch all of the good jokes that you're going to make before you actually say them tonight, because I'm obviously a Pokemon master. <laughs> very nice. I want that hat. Yeah, it's an extremely cool hat. The very best. Like no one ever has. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Um, I assume, because I saw you at the weekend, that you haven't done any hobby, Scribo, but just in case you have, anything new um, in your hobby line? I've taken a box of Exalted 8-bound and a Dimus Pattern Rhino to work for the last two days. With the goal of building them, they are still sat in the bag next to me, but tomorrow is a different day, so I might build them tomorrow. <laughs> nice. I've been too I, tired. I <laughs> this is the first evening where I was like, nope, not touching anything. I've done enough building and painting lately. I'm also joined by the one, the only, Davey. Davey, how are you doing? Oh, hello. It's lovely <laughs> to be back. It's been a month or so. It's been, yeah, a, it's been a little while. Has anything happened in your life, Davey, that might have kept you busy in the interim? Oh, man, yeah, absolutely. So the, the a baby is one of those things. So that was that's been fun. <laughs> He's uh, two months old next week, so that's exciting times. Um, wow. But yeah. Really, really good. Hasn't stopped me hobbying, though. I've no, I was going to say. And you've been gaming. I saw you on Friday for some games, and the baby was in tow, in a papoose. Yes, yes. I, I did some experiment. In a poo-poo. I, I put the baby in a um, sling and then yes, tried to did. play 40k with the baby in the sling. He Day did. one worked very well. Day two was a disaster. Yeah. Uh, which ended in super screams from a Tesco disabled toilet as oh. I cleaned poo. Off of literally everything. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, seen that. and that was just John. Oh dear! I just, yeah. I just don't know when to control myself anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's not, there's not too much of a plus roundup for you guys um, for this week. So I'm just going to rattle through it very quickly, and then we can oh, get. Well, oh well. I, mean, I would also drop in that um, I just decide I'm going to win RTTs and then win them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell people about the role? I don't like to talk about it, but I thought I'd bring it up. 
Davey's on two back-to-back RTT wins with the Vanguard Tyranids. Yes. So we're yes. all very chuffed about it. Yeah, and... I, I was I was over the moon. There's still lots of work to do. I've got an art, I've got two GTs coming up at the end of November, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more keen to see how those pan out. Oh, definitely. And we're going to chat about your list and about what you've been up to with Vanguard, aren't we, soon? I think that's... Yeah, that's yeah. Once, I think once I've got it, uh, some of the streaks ironed out, the game I had against Chris, I got absolutely pummeled. Fair uh, enough, that's though, isn't it? That's Eldar. Yeah. That's okay. But I think, I, think there's a, I think there's a path to victory in that game. But, oh, for uh, sure. Absolutely. So yeah, I just need to work out those kinks and then and then get in. There's been some really good Tyranny content out there on the internet. Maelstrom Games have done a really interesting couple of videos on a simulation swarm, which isn't one of the ones that everyone's talking about at the moment. So it's quite fun to hear about and see how that guy's getting on. I think he went like, he might have went 5 all with it or something like that. Yeah. So I play to him. Yeah, very nice. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Coming up in the pipeline, um, I know that Jack is recording Matchup Plus Plus. The next episode of that is coming out. Um, we Rocket Stone. It was a bit of a tier list week because Rock and Stone are doing a Votan Units tier list later this week, so that's going to be fun. Um, should be a little bit easier to quantify, perhaps, than whatever we're going to do with spookiness tonight. Um, and we also had a bat rep go out um, yesterday, which was Drakari versus Votan. This was filmed at LGT uh, with Paulie from Real Space Raiders, his beautiful Drakari army. Um, and it's a very, very good game. I, watching it back, I hadn't really appreciated how, how tough and, and sort of interesting this one was. And it goes right down to the, to the final sort of swings of the last couple of turns. So do give that a listen uh, or a watch rather might be more useful for you. Um, if you... <laughs> I don't know how, how useful a listen is going to be. Uh, you probably want to watch that one, but it's a, it's a, it's a good game. And it was, it was still new into the new meta and we were both still really learning what Votan Drakari were looking like at that moment in time. So it's a really interesting game. Welcome to everyone into the chat. Welcome Nogal Matthew. Welcome Hick Dead. Uh, lovely to see you, Sean Catewell, as always. Thank you very much for joining us. So in a second, we're going to start attempting to construct a spookiness tier list. But before we do, I want Tomek to share the story of Contact Lost a little bit, as much as anything for my own curiosity, because I'm really interested in it. This is a podcast that came into my attention, uh, particularly during uh, the WTC this year, and it's one that I now listen to fairly religiously. But I want to get the history. I want to get the backstory. So Tomek, tell us all about it. Uh Thank you for the <laughs> so and for the for the kind words. Uh, so this is what we do is basically a podcast that we created with uh, Mihao, also known as Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know three years ago, but we had it went on for a year. We invited people from abroad, like from Australia and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, I guess as it happens with multiple initiatives, uh, sort of burned out. Sorry, burnout kicked in. Oh yeah, and we stopped recording for you. I mean, I passed it on to Joker to to continue what we started, but somehow he didn't want to do it. So we had a break for a year, mm-hmm. and then I came back, and then we started doing it properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in so the, the idea was to bring spotlight to Polish scene and Polish players because uh, Poland is known to to have strong scene strong players and the winning mm. the wtc winning team however you do hear about poland winning but you don't really hear about polish players i mean nowadays you do but three years ago two years ago hardly anyone knew who pumba is or yeah Duda and so on and so on so yeah so we started inviting people over we started presenting them to the world it's sort mm. of the 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 
motto was to prove to the world that there is a scene outside of uh, America. Yeah. And and I guess we were quite successful at that. Hundred uh, uh, percent. You know, especially with like again bringing Typhus to the spotlight. So like the the guy who now does Enter the Matrix for Star Trek uh, mm. and and you know talks about teams and building teams and doing matrices and so on so if anyone is interested in teams content uh probably typhus is a person that knows the most because yeah. he he played on the polish national team he coached the polish national team this year when they won uh we invited you know pumba and sort of his fame also exploded and that he was on the <laughs> national team this year and, and yeah also we know how that went uh so so yeah so so polish scene is not big but it's a sh like every event is a shark tank shark sorry shark tank of an event yeah uh and we just felt it was worth talking about it and then it's sort of like one thing led to another we got invited to the lgt last year yeah uh then we based on that let's call it a success i guess zach was happy with us so so <laughs> he passed on the word to neil from the wtc and Neil invited us, then we got invited to the LGT again this year, and who knows what's next? Like, yeah, we just want to do good content. We actually started doing those series on Facebook, like themed days. Uh, we have Myson, who is also part of Team Ignite. Yes, and... GSC player, right, Myson? Exactly. I mean, yeah, he... yeah. So I think he came to prominence playing Admech when Admech okay. was really strong. Uh, he won a couple of like let's call them GT equivalents in Poland. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he moved on to to GSC. So so uh, he played that, uh, I think, last year at the WTC and this year as well. Hmm. And uh, so, so he's part of the team as well. And we also have Vitalis, who is on the more artistic side. So he, this is kicking off because we, we got sponsored by uh, the Army Painter. Mm -hmm. So the Army Painter is helping us with some, like, uh paints and so on and vitalis is taking that and he's going to he's going to do live shows painting something and then post things on instagram and so on so it's you know it's slowly developing we're not like going out of our way to to do anything special i i want to release it like the episodes and so on at our own pace i don't, yeah. don't want to rush anything mm -hmm. uh i was afraid that this might happen that you know we get into this like crazy rhythm where we have to release like crazy episode after episode and i yeah. like to do it when i can not because i must so yeah i already have a job i don't need another one <laughs> yeah. So, yeah that's a I very smart way to engage with it i think i guess that's the idea and joker is question about yeah. it just just because you were just talking about it before i wanted to ask you a question about the polish scene mm -hmm. so poland seems to have this absolute weapon of a team they do. Um, I, They're world killers. News just in. Um, but like, I've just seen on LinkedIn today randomly that Krakow is looking for a new, like a, they've opened a new store in Krakow. And it's like one of those things of how, how did the Polish thing get to where it was? If, why, why Poland and why nowhere else, right? Because um, we know obviously the UK obviously would do really well because this is where it started. Uh, America would do really well because English-speaking country. How come Poland, of all European countries, really like kicked on and just absolutely beast people? I guess it depends who you ask, but uh, <laughs> but the, the most common answer probably is that 
and it might sound silly or a little bit of a cliche, but like we've we've always felt like this sort of Eastern Europe sort of thing that doesn't have access to all the nice things that the West has. So mm. we have to try way more than anyone else to be yeah. on the sort of same level, I, I guess. Yeah. So that might be the background. Uh, mm. But the Polish people are also extremely competitive. Uh, we have a very robust um, uh, like ninth age scene or um i don't know the the other warhammer yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh and and our players also were quite successful at the etc slash wtc there because i don't know if if this is still a thing but uh at the etc in the past there used to be it used to be like a set of competitions where you would play ninth age 40k star wars maybe uh and then you would get like this whole I don't know how you call it, like plague. That's that that like the the whole mastery of the world com was comprised of different systems. Mm, cool. and Poland usually wins that in all of those systems. So <laughs> even if like the 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 40k team does a little bit worse, the other systems actually pull us up. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So yeah. So but but why? Um, I don't know. It's just. I think Pumba was asked a similar question this year, and he just said that Polish people are extremely competitive. They try way more, and they have this extreme discipline when they prepare mm. for events. So, like, uh, the preparation for the WTC starts the next day after the previous WTC finishes. Yeah. Uh, so we already know our selectors we already there is already a national team discord that is separate to like the all polish discord uh where people are already play testing things trying out things and mm -hmm. there is like this wide selection for now where people yeah. just you know chip in ideas and like the whole community works together this is also a new thing i think post covid or during covid this started when we moved on from forums to discord uh and uh, and yeah and like the whole community started uh, being involved so it wasn't like a clique of people who wanted to go to the WTC it turned into like 50 60 active people actually contributing towards the team so yeah. I guess it could be explained like this it's it's, it's a mixture of different factors yeah cool. Thanks, Absolutely. but I think I think that um that proving people wrong and that working harder thing I think those are genuinely really important points right and I think one of the things that's one of the reasons that I really love contact lost now is I think it's a it's a much broader and wider hobby than just America and England, right? And you can you can fall in just because that's where there's a bunch of people gobbing away on podcasts like ours. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't mean that that's the only place people are playing Warhammer. And obviously, things like WTC really hammer that home. So I, I love getting that perspective. I think people like Typhus are wonderful, big fan of Typhus, um, and I think that's a really important niche to fill and something that you hope only grows. So yeah. Uh, really, really, really big fan of it, and I was delighted when when Poland just smashed everybody and reminded everyone exactly why they have the reputation that they have. I thought that was excellent. Did not yeah, it like was getting smashed by them. <laughs> it was not pleasant. <laughs> it, was, it was a privilege also to be there and yeah, and of course, it firsthand, especially that you know Typhus was. Uh, he was actually representing StatCheck because he's not part of Contact Loss. He just he's a frequent guest. Uh, yeah. But he was at the WTC as the coach, but also yeah. as the expert for our panel thing. Mm. And you could see that with with the games going, like the days passing, he was getting like more and more excited. But he didn't want to actually 
watch the Polish games. He he was trying to stay as far away yeah. from those games as possible. Yeah. So uh, so on the last day when you know the, the emotions were peaking, they were playing in the final against England and so on, and they already knew that they won. It was just incredible to see the joy of the team, but especially Typhus who just broke yeah. his tears and like yeah, 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 you know yeah. it was very touching too because he he couldn't keep his emotions to himself yeah. anymore and like you know people all, all the people were crying and so on because they waited for the success i think nine years or something like that yeah. uh that that was the previous time when they won mm. and now with this new team he was the father of that success so you know well-deserved victory but yes the, the emotion filled the entire room yeah basically. absolutely so. and that that's the thing with it i think that's one of the reasons the polish team is a team in 40k that has genuine history and that's that's a powerful thing right that the, the fact that people have done it before the fact that there's kind of a legacy and it seems like so much of the work and the effort in Poland goes into prepping for that and that everyone's kind of push pulling together to do that and I think that's right. amazing I think we see a lot of other countries looking at that and going oh we should do that but it's like that's easier to say than to do right it's, it's not yeah. an easy thing to manufacture so yeah I've, I've absolutely loved the Polish and I, I hope they smash everyone again <laughs> next year to be honest it's good fun um wonderful okay so yeah if you haven't listened to contact lost guys i highly recommend it absolutely do check them out wonderful content covering a whole range of different things they're very busy boys uh, i know tomek says he wants to work whenever he wants rather than when he has sort of has to but it's they they have great output they really do that were just awesome yeah it was so good the lg and it like got everyone really hooked on wtc and lgt this year which was mm. awesome Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right, Stop we it. praise you enough. We praise you enough. Now yes. I'm going to make you do a ridiculous game. Harness your skill at this ridiculous so, game. If you're what? just joining us now, we are about to start the most important tier list we have ever made, which is the 40k spookiness tier list. So here it comes. There is the tiers. Put oh. this over here. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> so... We've got all the factions in 40k, or at least a lot of them, and we are going to rank them definitively for you tonight based on their spookiness. And we will try to argue and determine exactly where what should go where and work out if we can get a true grip on the spookiness of 40k factions on this wonderful Halloween night. So I'm going to kind of throw them out to you one at a time, guys. And But if, if people want to jump in, do absolutely feel free. And we're going to rattle through these and see what we come up with. And it looks to me like the first on our list is the Admech. Do you want to start perhaps with you, Davey? What do we think about the Admech in terms of spookiness? Um, well... <laughs> I mean, they're, they're robot people, right? So, like, yep. you know, they're cyborgs and shit. Um, mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. like the Borg in Star Trek. <laughs> right? If you're thinking, like, if you, can, if you can turn it scary like that, in a mm. sense. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think they're pretty scary. Like, they're, they're, kind, of, they're kind of, you know. They're, they're, at the, they're at the scarier end for the Imperium, aren't they? I always think so there's, so it's in the Chaos and the Xenos, there's probably some, like, creepier stuff going on. But Admech are pretty creepy. Like, you know, they're replacing all their body parts with machinery. That's pretty spooky, I think. Um, they're pretty... They've got a lot of sinister, sneaky plans that they're always up to. That's the directness, isn't it? It's the... Uh, they're, yeah. They're kind of, some of the stuff you see on uh, the Warhammer Plus uh, series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Angels of Death one, right? With the... Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the so brutal. archaeologist or whatever it was. It's pretty pretty brutal a lot of body horror in there as well yeah that, that's it so i think from a sort of a sort of halloween perspective they are they definitely have some horror dimensions going on in there 
Yeah, they do seem kind of soulless to the point yeah. where, like, you can usually, you know, especially with like the the all the uh, enhancements that they have to like faces and so on. The, mm. I don't know the the breathing apparatuses and the lenses that they have instead of eyes and so on. You can't really read them like you could read a human face. So you yes. never know whether they are actually on your side or against you, and whether they, like there is this whole concept of dark mechanicus i guess yes uh, yeah so so you never know whether the, the <laughs> whatever the tech priest is standing in front of you whether he actually has good intentions or yeah exactly you never know if he's on your side yeah. yeah yeah completely what do you reckon and they, john and they make cherubs out oh of yeah dead babies oh, their guns. yeah that's that, pretty that's pretty gross okay that's terrifying that's right messed yeah. up if you ask that's me. some pretty scary stuff where are we feeling then what do we reckon Let's start with B, just yeah. so, you know. Get our get our eye in with B, and that then we can pretty... adjust at the end. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're, a much, more, you're right? a much more rational head than me. I'm yeah. the kind of person who always starts way too high and then has to adjust everything. Um, okay, wonderful. So that is the Adeptus Mechanicus. They are going in at B tier. Next up, an army you'll all be delighted to hear about once again, having not talked about it enough for several months. It is Eldar. What do we reckon to Eldar? Tom, do you want to take point on this? Where do we reckon Eldar are on spookiness? Eldar. Are we talking like just craft world? This is craft world variant, yes. So the Eldar themselves, I wouldn't say extremely spooky. However, no. I do I do recall uh what was it? I think of like a cinematic video from Dawn of War 2 where you mm -hmm. have Eldar attacking space marines in the middle of the night, uh, you know, howling banshees or warp spiders just teleporting and so on. They did look kind of spooky. Mm. And then, until the dreadnought burnt them, uh, but <laughs> uh, which was extremely enjoyable now that yeah, I think of it. Yeah. But <laughs> they do have this whole wraith bone. Yes, I was going to say. The so, wraith are a bit spooky, aren't they? So, yeah, so again, difficult to read because they, well, don't have faces almost mm. uh, so kind of anything that is like you know emotionless and so on and, and difficult to read for me is kind of spooky or eerie mm. or um, you know you name it so i remember their voices in dawn of war were quite spooky the way they did that with the kind of like layered yeah. sort of digital sound over it that was really if they actually do sound like that then that is that's pretty spooky to me yeah but we've got shiruni in the chat who reckons eldar are probably a c and I can I can see the case for that. I do I think there's spooky elements, but also I, I don't know about you, I don't find aspect warriors particularly spooky. I don't find like, oh, there's a different colour for each one and they all do a job. It's like that's not that's not like crazy scary to me. I, I agree howling banshees are a bit spooky. Um maybe Dark Reapers a little bit. Yeah, actually Dark Reapers are quite Halloween y, aren't they, really? In look. Yeah, they look like a cheap Tesco Halloween outfit. Like this point. I'm trying to think of their depiction in different things, and and the first thing that comes to mind is Dawn of War, yeah. one, yeah. where the the Dark Reapers had probably one of the deepest voices in the yes, game. Yeah, they were right. quite amazing. So they really were. Yeah, you're right. The Dawn of War representation of Eldar actually really made them feel a bit more like ethereal and eldritch. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, okay. Yeah, but then you see like Dire Avengers. You like if you look at Dire Avengers, you're like, oh, these yeah, guys just got nice plumes on, right? <laughs> yeah, they get these guys in the bin. Don't be wrong. Like I think the Eldar faction isn't that spooky, like as a whole. But if I'm yeah. drawing them first oh. round at the Nottingham GT, I'm shitting my pants. Like Shadow Spectres <laughs> are not what I want to be seeing in my first round game. That is spooky <laughs> in my eye. And if Morgan Ra does anything for the faction, he doesn't do damage or anything. He doesn't even appear on the table, but he does look like a cheap imitation he, of Mortarian. Yeah, he is. He's certainly got a bit yeah, of creepiness a about him. Okay, so I, I feel like they've got some spookiness about them. I, I, I think you're missing something here, though. They grow oh, yeah. guns out of bone and then shoot you to death with needles. Yeah. Because that's what the shuriken guns are. Uh-huh. And then the Wraith, Knight, mm-hmm. is piloted by twins. To have the oh, two twins, one's dead, one's alive. Yeah, that's, that's creepy. That's... They they actually choose to die so they can do that. How how bonkers is that? Okay, that is horrible. That is horrific. Wasn't there a, wasn't there a nineties sitcom where a guy and his friend were dead and he would talk to him all the time, like Teen Angel? I thought of Pacific Rim when when Scribble <laughs> mentioned that, and like, yeah, it's just it's just really sinister to me. It's like. They literally. Talk to me about these the bone guns, Grivo. I don't understand the bone guns. Tell me about so, the bone guns. Wraith bone, they grow stuff out of wraith bone, which is actually yeah. just organic bone that they can okay. grow. So they make everything. Everything's made out of wraith bone. So right. these so you're giant me, walking they, robots they made of like bone. They grow like they bones like we grow a tree. Yes. Yes. That's and then they, make suit, it, then they make giant the suits of armor the that they then get a soul stone, which holds the soul of someone that's just died. And they basically haunt that suit of bone armor. The chat's lighting up about this, by the way. And I, I agree, there's some voices in here arguing that we do need to try and have some kind of measure because obviously there's going to be some variety here. I, th- I think there's definitely enough going on in Eldar Ghosts. that you can make the case that they are spooky to Ghosts. an extent. <laughs> but I also think there's a bit of a goody two-shoesness about it yeah. at times that sort of sets them back. It's like they're not quite as... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's so one facet it's, of them, right? Yeah, they're a bit like carry on, carry on scaring. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Where are we going to aim for then? What are we thinking? Oh, man. I think Shireni's right, right? Yeah, I think it's C. I it's think C. C's probably fair for now. And we if can they adjust were, If they were them. just wraiths as a faction, then they'd be hard. Yeah. It's, and there are spooky asset, bits like to their history. I mean, the Fall is also spooky, but we don't want to credit all of that that's, to them. It was because sexy. The true architects of the Fall will come up, come up a bit later on. Okay, so we'll put Eldar in C for now. It's just nice to have them low down on a tier list. I think that's that's good to have for, for a change. So, John, next up, looks to me like we've got Blood Angels. Well, mm. it's definitely a, a better tragedy than the end of the twilight trilogy or series yep there's um, a bit of that going on right there's they're, they're space vampires that have ptsd of flashbacks of their dad dying that's mm. pretty that's pretty grim it is grim it's pretty it grim. dark um, it's not like a bbc for like new young adults tv show <laughs> yeah it does a little bit and they're all gonna have swoopy fringes yeah it does feel like a bit of an Anne Rice love story, I suppose, which is pretty Halloweeny. Yeah, it's. I don't. It's not that spooky. No, flesh terrors are pretty spooky at times, with the actually killing people and doing all the bad stuff. Well, but there is the vampire dimension definitely gets them 
off the bottom for sure. Yeah. It doesn't feel spooky. Mm. It feels horror themed, which doesn't necessarily kind of equate to spooky to me. I, I guess mm. that's the challenge. Is that's that, the, yeah. What do we the, mean by the battle, spooky? The battle to quantify spookiness. What do you reckon, Tomic? I mean, again, the Space Marines as a whole, not very spooky. I agree. But I agree. then, but then when you go into those spicy details, I guess mm. Blood Angels. Let's forget the whole vamp- vampiric bit for a moment but they do have uh death company and death company is probably the closest to spooky uh that blood angels can get because they have like they they look way spookier i think the first time i saw their models they had like those flames on their backs and so on Mm. so if i saw someone like that like in the dark alley i would shit my pants (laughs) (laughs) so in that way they they probably are spooky yeah Uh, but the whole notion of like space marines as a whole, there are uh, there is a plethora of words I could use to describe them. Spooky probably is not the one. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think the fact that they're slightly unusual and the floor gets them off the ground, but probably yeah, space marines are just a bit too bland and a bit too goody two shoes again to be right up there. So maybe C for them as well. Does that feel fair? Or do we? Yeah, get, yeah do we I think spooky and I'll go. Not really. You think they are? Yeah, I mean, you've got Mephisto, man. He's an actual vampire. It's basically just vampires, though, isn't it? He's a big, he's a big, like, hammy vampire. He's got a cape and, like, skulls on his side. He does have a cape, but Eldar have got, like, three different models that are spooky, whereas Blood Mm. Angel's got, like, one. I don't know. Let's put. Astaroth can be a bit spooky. Yeah, he can be a bit spooky. His face is a bit spooky. Let's put well, them in kind of haunt my lists right now. Like, they <laughs> haunt my GW app. made on those. Because we've got a few coming up that are going to help us establish a slightly higher bracket, so that's good. Um, yeah. Next up, <laughs> he's not creepy, he just wants to die, says Shiruni. <laughs> yeah, and Dante no, as well, the, the guy that just, he, he's like, I just want to retire. And they're like, no, you just got to keep being the Lord of the Vampires. So good, so good. Right. Next up, Chaos Demons. I mean, it's pretty spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get some great lore for Chaos Demons where all sorts of horrific weird shit's happening, right? Yeah. They're splitting out of people. Oh, choose your own horror adventure. Do you want, like, crazy angry demons? Or do you want ones that will twit, like, some kind of... Uh... Lovecraftian bullshit that eyes pop out of your bum hole. Like, you know, <laughs> how do you, what flavor of horror do you want? <laughs> yeah. Sexy I, never, horror? I never tend to find them that like scary, but then I've never actually confronted a real demon. Whereas yeah. it's, when it's just toys, it's easier to be a bit like it's detached from it. I don't think the models do them justice because literally yeah. them having this kind of like, this is, this is how a, a, a blue horror looks. Is actually not how they are kind of described that they are kind of shifting constantly distorting themselves making kind of almost like a mirror of yourself and being all really quite sinister so oh, it's yeah. actually really quite like it is quite uncomfortable but yeah. instead the models are just here you go they all look the same mm. yeah definitely i mean there is nice variety in them to sort of speak to all kinds of horrors that you can yes. think of you know you you have the sort of like Devil, I don't know, devil, fiery pit, sort of, mm. uh, you know, um, bloodthirster, yeah, um, yeah, 
demon, and then you have uh, the other kind of horror-y thing that you see in the movies are zombies and, like, pus everywhere, or, like, cesspits and so on. So you have Nurgle, yeah. and then uh, goats are also associated with, like, the devil and the, the scary mm. stuff and horror. So you have Zinch that actually yeah. has goats, but perhaps not the scariest goats out there, but still. <laughs> um, and then um, you have, uh, as you said, that uh, Slanesh, like the fiends, never spoke to me. I don't no. understand what they are exactly. Uh, but <laughs> if you think uh, like of the the chariots and yes. imagine what the chariots could do to you, then that's yeah. kind of kind of scary. Yeah. So yeah, there there are just all all sorts of horrory flavor out there. Yeah, and I think all of that kind of mutation and manipulation and. Again, in-game, we know that they're an army that's supposed to impact on morale and bravery and all those kinds of things as well, and that's part of how it functions. So they're obviously meant to be spooky. Um, how high do we reckon that gets them? I think it's got to be top, right? We go top? Go S? I mean, we can they're, put They're literally... There. They are, they are the manifestation of our nightmares, our right? Fears, right? Yeah. yeah. Like any so, of they're... our things, yeah. Shirouni with another great comment. There's a story in the Lord of Silence book where a bunch of Nurglings eat a woman alive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Jack was trying to venture that Nurglings aren't scary, but there's some very good <laughs> lore bits where Nurglings just fuck shit up. Like, there's one where I think it's like a land speeder pilot or something, or a, a vehicle pilot gets absolutely done by Nurglings, and it's horrible. It's horrific. And I don't know if you've <laughs> seen that episode on Warhammer Plus with Death Guard. I mean, you know, mm. closely related to uh, to demons, mm. and uh, there is this moment where I think it's um, a sorcerer that turns one of the plague marines into like a demon. He ma makes himself. Well, sorry, he makes him eat himself almost. Yes. And then there is like this little nurgling who sits on his on his shoulder like your pumpkin, and this nurgling is just giggling, you know, in a sinister yeah, way yeah. all the time. It's <laughs> really that's making you feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Literally <laughs> having gravity, fun right? watching at this <laughs> yeah, yeah. atrocious, you know, spectacle. So yeah, definitely I, I think they deserve an S. Yeah, well done demons. Good work. Laying down a marker for these other prissy factions. Next up looks to me like Chaos Knights. Chaos Knights. I'm not actually an expert on Chaos Knights, but I know that they affect Battleshock, and I hate it. Following the data slate, they're not scary anymore. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, a giant space tractor that's been possessed by a demon that can walk through walls. Yeah, they are possessed. That is a good that's point. That's pretty, pretty They are up there. They're definitely pretty scary. Although I find just big, crashy monsters a bit less freaky. It's it's not that complicated. Ah, man. Okay, so let's let's put it like this. What about this as a metric? If a kid come to your door dressed as a demon, you'd be like, oh, that's a pretty good costume. If they come to your front door dressed as a knight, you'd be like, doofus. <laughs> what, is what is this mess? <laughs> you just come as a robot. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not feeling spookiness of Imperial. That's personally. Wait, are you talking? Yeah, this is chaos knights. This is chaos knights. Oh, chaos knights! Oh, they're scary. They walk through walls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I just said. It's like you're not listening. I thought we were on imperial. Oh, what, what are you turned? What are you turned? Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, are I mean, I'm not disputing that they're scary. I think they're definitely scary. I'm just trying to work out how we grade them. Are they? Do they make it to the demons? Do they make it to S tier? Are they as scary they're, as that? They're diluted demons, though, aren't they? A little bit. So that quintessential kind of purity of the depravity isn't there. 
Yeah, because that's the thing. I think I think the being big stompy monsters just slightly constrains mm. the scope you've got for freaking people out. As we, you know, there's a few in here where we'll go we'll go through where there's a lot more that taps into all of our fears and horrors about what happened to, what can happen to humans and how bad it can get. Because they're kind of sat between Admech and demons, then, which feels like a natural place them to be. Yeah. So, so what a? Yeah. So I don't know like the, the exact lore of Chaos Knights because I've never like tapped into this, mm. but I imagine that what happened with them was they were Imperial Knights that got sucked into the warp, mutated by the warp and by the Chaos powers, and then came out of the warp as chaos knights and now if you're a you know you live on a human or imperial planet and you you you, you see that there are demons attacking and then mm. from the sky comes this le- 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 how do you pronounce it legio mortis or something <laughs> you think oh great imperial knights are coming to help but then this this behemoth comes with spikes sticking <laughs> yeah, yeah. howls and shoots you and flames you to <laughs> death and so on that is kind of scary so yeah oh yeah and- and judging by my recent games against Joker, who plays Chaos Knights, and I like, <laughs> I have like a really bad record against him. I just cannot defeat him with his six brigands and four or five can- carnivores. Mm. Uh, that, that for me, it's one of the spookiest factions out there right now. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair because yeah, I was gonna say again, in game, just like demons, they have a bunch of leadership stuff that your army just breaks down and stops functioning, doesn't it? Because they just they just make your your units all shit themselves and stop holding objectives, which is really annoying. So the, um, the only Chaos Knights, right, that I would kind of say, like, just to try and demystify them a little bit, did you know when you go to, like, a, a shopping centre and there's a car park and there's, like, all the boy racers are there with their different, like, oh, look at my spoiler, look at how lowered my car is. <laughs> I kind of feel like Chaos Knight owners, like the people who drive them, obviously sticking sticks, like, oh, watch, I'm going to put, like, six spikes on mine oh wow six packs you've got a skull to put on that yeah oh wow that'd be cool like i just think like i just get the impression that it just they're just like wanking themselves off about how scary they can make it <laughs> Check out can, my like, the ones, no one's driving it it's just like an empty vessel like, yeah that's that's the thing for me i just think i just think that that the fact that they're all big walkers just slightly limits the scope of how much you can scare people with it but i, th- I think they're probably still a do we think a mm-hmm. i think so okay. A feels about right. Um, they're definitely scary, and they're definitely scarier than the goody two shoes stuff we've already had. Um, welcome, Existence UK. Lovely to have you here. Welcome, everybody. Um, Hello. Oh, next up, Chaos Space Marines. So, Night Lords, and any Night Lords books will put the fear of God into you on the Chaos Space Marines front. They are horrific, absolutely horrific. They do a lot of awful, awful, awful things um, and are all about spooking people. That said, sometimes people find Night Lords a bit of a joke. <laughs> I mean, those helmets are a joke, man. Mostly when, mostly when I'm running them. <laughs> yeah. well, well, imagine like you've got this superhuman space marine. You're like, God, this guy's intimidating, but my God, mm. I'm glad he's on our side. And then he turns around and his face is all like just needle teeth. And then he starts licking with a massive tentacled tongue. And then it turns out his arm's actually a massive big claw. And he just obliterates your family. That sounds pretty, pretty horrifying to me. Like these things, they, they grow like, like mutilators and um, all mm. those stupid gun guys that we never see. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh God, I'm blanking the name, but you know what I mean? Like they, they literally. 
obliterating, corrupting these. Yeah, and then forgeries. Oh my god, it's literally a demon engine. So it's a, a, a vehicle that's become a sentient creature where the the machine spirit has become a demon instead, and it's just it's literally just growing instead of it just being something that we go and put and fix in a garage it suddenly starts growing and having feelings and wants mm. and needs yeah and i needs was, it to butcher people i was <laughs> to trying marvel. to when i when i started playing death guard last year uh one thing that i could not comprehend was why the help route doesn't have an invulnerable save because I thought it was a demon. <laughs> Until I started reading about the Hellbrute, and it turns out that it's not a demon that is nice. uh, piloting it. It's like a psychopathic um, Chaos Space Marine inside that is like so in a spoiled. And, yeah, in a coffin that is locked inside and is trying to get out but cannot. Ooh. And so on. it's just going more and more insane, like, you know, boiling in his own juices and so on, which is like crazy. Uh, but that's the reason why they don't have an invulnerable save, because it's just a space marine that is going insane oh, inside. Tortured space marine. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So that's kind of wacky. Um, oh, also and, dragons. Oh, dragons. And also, I think if you look at... Um, I don't know if we have like world eaters separate. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, we do, but, we do. But you know, those are like I think eight bound are technically guys who have a demon inside and actually beat it, and they <laughs> like they are part demon, part human, but humans yeah. are prevailing. So I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. eight demons, isn't it? As well, that's what they're bound with eight demons. <laughs> eight demons. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. That's kind of eight amazing. bound. It's terrifying. Yeah possessed and accursed cultists all the mutations i think and again it's got that kind of evil giving yourself up to the devil kind of kind of line in there you know they're all <sighs> selling their souls so I, I watch I, I watch a lot of major kill so i get all my law from major kill and um <laughs> he, he he always goes on about this this lady that was it might be more of a world eaters thing but she um she was like the captain of the ship of one of the world eaters ships and then after a while she just became part of the ship yeah like yeah. wires coming into her and shit like yeah yeah the room into the ship yeah 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 so cool man yeah so i think i would probably put these guys very high um i think some of the legions are more spooky than others but i think if we're grading them as a whole i think they they yeah. come in baseline very high. spooky though yeah, yeah I, would, I would put them in an S tier. I think so. I think they are they're the consummate baddies. Next up, Shiruni is our is our should be our law check. By the way, he's he's actually answering all the questions that we're sticking. Oh, are they? <laughs> I saw that Shiruni is absolutely going for it with the commentary. Which yeah. is so please, I'm going to read it all back later. Thank you so much for caring as passionately about spookiness as we do. Um, <laughs> this one, however, custodies. Oh, are they spooky? I don't get a spooky vibe off them. How how spooky is it that some of the best warriors of the Imperium decided to take up a broom and look after the the Imperial Palace rather than go and fight against chaos? Yeah, that feels spooky. And they oil themselves up and walk around without anything on. That's really spooky. Yeah, abs aren't spooky. D tier. <laughs> Yeah, the only the only thing that probably makes them like a wee bit spooky is that they are probably the tool to destroy space marines if it ever needed to happen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, the resort, the executions. Yeah, 
So I was, some of the Sisters of Silence stuff is a bit creepy as well, right? With the, yeah, the... the null voids and stuff, but not really, not enough. Um, Jack says that the Conrad Primark book is so good for spooky. That is one of the most fucked up audiobooks I've ever listened to, Jack. The, the first like chapter or so of the Conrad Kerr's book is just horrific. It's so bad. <laughs> he is a creepy, creepy man, uh, but I love him. And I hope one day that he gets a model somehow. Um, so Custody's in D tier unless anyone objects. And Dark Angels next. Not very spooky. They're not spooky, are they? Wearing pajamas or whatever it is they've got on. Paranoia is not spooky, and it's no. not something that we should be joking about. What, about. what about the little gimpy dudes? Do we think they're spooky? Oh, or not? <laughs> the watches. <sighs> Do not call them gimpy. They're kind of spooky. Right? <laughs> they're like, you know, if you didn't have. You look, look, here's, here's, a watch, here's a watch in the dark. Look. I'm going to fancy dress up right now. I'm watching the dark. <laughs> He's a dark angel. Look how scary that yeah, is. Look how scary that is. <laughs> Have you faced 10 Deathwing Knights that can only be wounded on a yeah, four? That, is, that, is that was pretty scary. Nah, nah, it's not spooky, though, because you know exactly yeah. what's going to happen. There's no jump scare there. It's, just it's a different go. scary. Yeah, it's a different, it's just the inevitable doom. But nah, Dark Angels to me don't. Nah, not it's so. not like they've got like a floor or anything, do they? They don't have like, there's nothing going wrong with them. They do. It's called is it paranoia. just paranoia? And that is. And that that is yeah, it's it's the guilt. That's guilt and paranoia are not particularly yeah. scary, are they? Or spooky even. What's no. spookier what is what? Caliban being reformed as a demon planet, which oh. kind of justifies Kale Stevens being even higher. That they yeah. literally taunt people with their own homeworld that's been destroyed and go, look, we've reformed it. And it's not how you'd like it, which is yeah. horrifying. <laughs> Gross. Right. Next up, Death Guard. They're pretty scary, John. Yeah. I find them pretty scary. The Berry Dagger audiobook with all of the stuff from the fall of the Death Guard is horrific. It's a really horrible stuff. I mean, this is like a reading list for me. I need to get on this. What do you think, Tomic? Uh, so it's it's one of my factions, and yeah. I absolutely love the fact how scary they can be. Yeah. Like, you know, Typhus is just this walking armor full of insects and disease and so yeah, on. Yeah. Just, just the sheer fact that, like, you're trying to imagine, you know, what they look up close is just mm. horrid. Uh, uh, Mortarian, probably not the scariest. I mean, he is supposed to be like the embodiment of death. But mm. again, if you read, I don't want to spoil uh, a lot, but if you read the Mortarian's Primark book mm. the only thing that this book does to mortarian is prove that he has absolutely no tactical acumen whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> he's like really really bad at, at at planning but um i mean they they come from what's the name of the planet jesus i forgot barbarous 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 yes okay so a planet where nothing uh apart from like um, you know the, the 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 people who lived on that planet nothing could survive because there are yeah. like those noxious gases or whatever mm. you call them um again if you just go on youtube and check that i think there is a guy who like reviews warhammer plus episodes so you don't have to have a subscription to actually watch an episode <laughs> because he reviews them <laughs> and somehow that's legal um yeah. so so he does this episode about death guard where just the sheer like mutation of the plague marine it 
gave me shivers and so on. Like, yeah. stuff coming out of his body and he, him consuming himself and then turning yeah. into something else and the Death Shroud Terminators up close. Mm-hmm. All that is kind of horrible. The whole, like, you know how in Disney's films when you have all the princesses and they walk somewhere and flowers and so on appear? So when Death Guard walks, like, everything rots and turns yeah. to shit and flies yeah. start They're coming out. They're one of those of... armies, aren't they, where, like, the sensory dimension, you can't really yes. capture that in, like, a book mm. or in a game. But yeah. the smell and the sound and, the you know, the, all, all of the horrific kind of decay of everything... I think I think they're pretty horrible, and they've also got zombies. Don't forget as well. Zombies are pretty horrible. They've got people's, you know, the dead getting up and walking again and doing their bidding. I think they're pretty unpleasant. Well, Shiruni does pull out a good point here. They are very happy. Yeah, but uh, that's, the that's point, though, right? Yeah, Lord, oh, Lord of Science is such a good book, Shiruni. I completely agree. It just it's a wonderful, wonderful read. Um, yeah, there is there is an in. There, I think the happiness spin on Nurgle is quite a recent thing, isn't it? It's come through in some of the more recent takes on on Nurgle. But yeah, Nurgle demons certainly are quite jolly at times. Um, is it beasts of Nurgle that? Literally yeah, they just, they just want to cuddle. Yeah, they just want to cuddle, it's, but they'll they'll crush you. So sinister. So it kind of reminds me of those sorts of situations, like stay puffed in. Ghostbusters. It's mm. this really cute thing, but it's it's a monstrosity. But yeah. these guys have got maggots and flies, so it's like it's even grosser. It's just a whole it's, level of kind of like it's cute until you see. I think the trailer for Nurgle Demons for Warhammer Total War. Then yeah. it stops. Mm. It absolutely yeah. stops being cute. <laughs> yeah, they're horrific <laughs> yeah. in that. Absolutely horrific. Because it that. disarms you, which I think makes it more sinister. Mm. But it's just gross at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And they're tragic as well, Death Guard. That's the other thing. Their, yeah. their, fall, their fall is really horrific, really it's all tragic. Typhus's fault. When they're stuck in the warp and they're all literally just, their skin's just falling off and they're all collapsing into illness. Yeah, I, I love the, the, like, the best depiction of that is, are the Blightlord Terminators, actually. Yes. If you, if you look at them, I'm trying to find a model now uh, that best <laughs> shows this, but there is this guy who has, like, this bloated. I cannot. I have ten of them, and I I cannot find the right one. But they are they have like the bloated bodies that basically yeah. come through the armor, and you can yeah. see how how horrible and hideous that. Oh yeah, like this one for example. I don't know if you can. Uh, where's my camera? Here. No, oh, it's too dark. oh yeah, yeah, coming out the back and all all of the so big sort of has, skin sacks there. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's just gross. And, but but yeah, the 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 way the the models are detailed is just. Amazing, wonderfully, wonderfully uh, gross. So yeah. I would say they are quite spooky. Yeah, I would be tempted to S tier Death Guard as well. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think for me, it's one of the most compelling legions yeah. in terms of their story. I absolutely love it. The fall is so compelling. Oh, it's making me want to dig mine out of the garage now. Um, okay, next up, Death Watch. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> next. Not very spooky. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, Drakari! Drakari, pretty fucking spooky. What do you I think? Just dra- just like Dracula, these guys suck. <laughs> it's really, it's really sinister and creepy the way that they go out of their way for other people's souls to be taken by the chaos kind of gods, mm. and they just kind of avoid it all. So it's like, yeah, at that cost, it's just really it's quite gross. 
Yeah, I mean, they're torturers, they're murderers, slavers. Body, they, they sculpt bodies and yeah, with the homunculus covens. Yeah. Exactly. I think they kind of do all the bad things, um, and they they enjoy doing it as well. Uh, best <laughs> bit of lore that I, because I used to play the Drukari quite a no. lot in Eighth Edition, and um, Drukari, I, I, I read a lot of lore about them. I tried to read the books, the Archon trilogy, but I couldn't get through it just because it's just, I don't know, the, the books are written in such a way that it was off-putting. But, mm. uh, but the best bit of lore that I read was I think that Drukari uh, found like a Tau world and the, uh, <laughs> Uri and Rakarth went out to the Tau like council and said, hey, we're actually friendly, and we would like to exchange forces. <laughs> uh, we will give you some of ours. You give us some of yours, uh, yeah. so we could exchange experiences and so on. And the tower, like, yeah, for the greater good, sure, why not? <laughs> and then what happened a couple of weeks later was like they wanted to get their representation or, or like emissaries back. Yeah. And what happened was in the meantime, Drukari have actually turned all of the Tau soldiers emissaries and so on into grotesques and <laughs> let them let them out to attack the tau and they destroyed the, the tau world with just <laughs> grotesques that they made out of them which is yeah. ironic but spooky at the same time 100 percent. yeah no they are they're creepy as all hell and they they are they're that kind of villain that really loves being a, the villain and that's that's quite unpleasant as well um i think it's another strong contender um, I w- I'm just looking at what else we've got there. And Shiruni says, uh, you have the classic Tao story that I can stop hearing about in any anti-Tao discussion. It's not anti-Tao, <laughs> it's pro-Drukari. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good story. It's such a good story. Oh, dear. Oh, man. Um, and, I mean, uh, the ending, Kimura, obviously, is also this absolutely creepy, sort of iconic place in the law, I don't want to give anything away from Warhammer Plus, but there's a Warhammer Plus show where Kamora suddenly makes an appearance and you know that it's all gone wrong and everyone's absolutely screwed and it's very, very, very good. Um, so, yeah, I, again, I think I think possibly this is the other one I see as being S, but I would, I would accept an A if people can make a good case. No, I think, I think S, man. I think you've got dudes yeah. with bat wings. <laughs> you know like that's that's pretty that's pretty scary and obviously all the things we've mentioned um and which the is gravity and the fall of the elder is pretty torture big, and yeah the, like dismemberment and you know doing stuff to like human and alien yeah. bodies and just in the, i i said that i didn't read all the books but i read some uh you know just the sheer idea of like the talos or talosai uh, flying around the city with their like, there is a description where the Talos has like a cage underneath it and just mm. captures things and holds them inside and tortures them while it flies around the city. Yeah, it is like the, 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 <laughs> the, the horrible epitome of spooky and scary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The S tier is just a bunch of armies that I 
have played in some capacity. It's great. Um, I think that says something about us. It does, players, right? doesn't it? Maybe, it does. maybe there should be like... There's a bunch of yours in the D tier as well. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a good boy. Oh, You're a good little boy. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome, Dom. Hello, Dom. You're just joining us. It is the spookiness tier list. So please chip in and help us rank the spookiness of these armies. We've got a few of them down already. Some of your favourites are already down already. Yeah, Next up is the Grey Knight. Are Grey Knights spooky? Not really. Not really. They are literally the opposite of spooky. They are the Ghostbusters. Yeah. The yeah. Ghostbusters. That's it, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know Grey Knights nor well enough to know. Is it, uh, do, they go to, do they take themselves to any kind of creepy or spooky places in order to fight demons, or is it fairly box standard? They're, they're space wizards that use magic to dispel demons they are literally they're just exorcists. party poopers aren't they they're, no they're exorcists they're no with but with ghostbuster weapons they're just coming and telling all the demons it's time to go to bed and shutting the party down yeah. but Deep the spooky here. the spooky bit about them <laughs> if there's yep. anything is yep. first of all yeah they do fight demons but they are as secret to the imperium as the demons are if yes. the if the if the uh, like not the members of the Imperium but if like the the, the Inquisition yeah no no I mean if anyone within the Imperium like any civilian yes. your average sees yeah, yeah. or experiences Grey Knights probably there's exterminatus coming to the planet like yeah. I think the War of Armageddon or something like that happened where demons attacked and uh, space wolves came to the rescue. And the Inquisition just made the decision that since the people saw the demons, let's destroy the planet because yeah, yeah. the knowledge about demons cannot cannot yeah. come out. So Grey Knights, if Grey Knights come into action, uh, the planet is probably doomed anyway. Yeah. <laughs> even, mm. even though they are there to kill the demons, the planet is going to die anyway. So yeah. the secrecy of Grey Knights, the fact yeah. that no one knows where their planet is, is a kind of spooky. Yeah. More spooky I than your average space marine. And the Inquisition aren't actually really in here, but you've got Sisters and Grey Knights who are obviously both kind of Inquisition adjacent, but that they are creepy in their own way, right? The, the Inquisition stuff is pretty creepy. Because the, the Imperium essentially... Things like um, space marines to your average populace is a, is almost a legend. They're yeah, myth they're mythical things that they've never seen because they are literally a person working in a factory that doesn't see anything apart from other people in the factory. So if they do see this weird stuff, that's because something's gone horribly wrong. Mm. So they're kind of like Men in Black. Oh, Men in Black. I mean, yeah. So that that doesn't get them out of D tier if that's our no, benchmark. No. I tried. Okay. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the irony is trying as well. Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Human names and so on. It's probably oh, um. What's the name of the, the the guy in Terminator armor who literally just bounces around through the warp, just fighting them for the fun of it now? Drago. And, yeah, yeah Drago is the one who's he, literally he just in the warp, literally right? just fights for fun in there and then just gets spat out when he's needed. Mm. It's pretty. It's pretty spooky, but that's it. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't. I'd say I, I'm not actually that versed in Grey Knights lore. I need to. I need to do a bit more of it. Um, next up, we have the Gene Stealer cults. Very spooky. That's some imagine, pretty, imagine, pretty spooky shit with that, right? It's it's your best mate is joining a cult, and next thing you know, there's aliens landing on the planet eating everyone. That it's literally like mm. the invasion of the body snatchers, but it actually is the whole planet, not just a small part of a city. Yeah, they're definitely. They've got a lot of kind of those cultish elements are quite scary. There is a body horror dimension with the the different generations, and there's that kind of hidden enemy 
almost false flag kind of revolutionary vibe to it that's a little bit scary. Are they as scary as our top contenders, though? I don't think they're quite demon. I don't think that they're quite S. Because I I think think... it's a scarier version. It's scarier than Admech, though. Because Because I think one of the other things with the Gene Stealer cults is that I don't know if they just always get absolutely fucked on by anyone good (laughs) in in the lore and in the TV, in the film, everything else. Like the Space Marines just absolutely cull them whenever they're like the the Angels of Death series. They're just getting absolutely murdered all the time. That um, sinister thing where they just keep existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're the, persistent, but yeah. they're, they're not the sort of world-ending, no. all-conquering threat of the galaxy. They're the signal they? for the problem. Something else is, yeah. exactly, yeah. which is obviously a bit further down. So I feel like maybe but, eight here. But oh, oh. Aberrants. Aberrants are horrific. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I mean, like, who'd take a, a, a stop sign and use it as a weapon? That is pretty horrifying. Yeah. It's a bad decision, right? That's another good book that came out the day of Ascension. If anyone wants some GSC audiobook, it's quite good, set on an Admech world. And it's, yeah, it's very good. Um, they're creepy. I'd be probably inclined to say. It takes a. years and years and years of doing it. It's like, imagine, yeah. oh, my granddad hid his third arm so that I could have a fourth one. Like, it's. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, like it's... The, f- the first couple of chapters of the Leviathan novel. It's very much from the perspective of people where they're literally they, they don't trust their own brain because all of the the end game of the gene sealers kind of plan has come to fruition and mm. they're all kind of looking in these pipes going this should be clear and suddenly there's just all this stuff and then it's actually they're not it's not real they're just hallucinating so mm. to me it's that other element as well of just like is anything really real yeah yeah, I think I think a I think they definitely they definitely have a place and they speak to a lot of the horror, but they don't have quite the same heights of depravity and awfulness that some of those top factions do. Um, next up, Imperial Guard. I guess the most horrible thing with the guard is just what they inflict on their own men. Really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the meat grinder itself isn't spooky. No. Depressing, but inevitable. Yeah, not. I think these are less spooky than just space marines, right? Yeah, it's just men with just men. We're just normal men. Well, it's all just <laughs> yeah. with flashlights. Yeah, poor guard. But what I like with guard, and this is why I always love a game against guard, is that they're such a lovely foil for something scary. Like guard versus something creepy is like always such a good game. It's yeah. always quite. It's fun having like just the vanilla humans running around fighting up against big monsters. And I always really enjoy that. Yeah, man, absolutely, hundred percent. The game is richer for them being there. Yeah, exactly that. But uh, I don't want to play them. Um, and then Harlequins next. Yeah. Ooh. scary clowns everyone like there's, it's, there's it's... some pretty freaky stuff in harlequins isn't there yeah, yeah man the fact that it's like an actual dance i find that really sinister <laughs> because they can be almost silently just dancing around doing this thing telling a story and a side effect of that story is that you're going to get butchered and it's not because you need to be butchered for anything you've done it's because that's part of the story Mm. That's that's pretty spooky to me. Like, I'm in the wrong place. Oops, I'm now dead. And lower ways, I think the fact that they are like completely unpredictable. Like, yes, even Capricious. the Eldar don't know if they are allies or foes. Uh, yeah. they could ally with Space Marines, but the other the, the next day they could be killing the same Space Marines. And yeah, you know, Segora will just laugh at 
whatever is happening. So yeah, um, and they have a lot of the weapons are quite horror sort of horror like is what you know, you've got kind of hallucinatory gases you've got these filament wires that go in people and like slice them up they've got a phase shift wristband so you just put your hand in someone and just take their organs out like that's all that's all pretty nasty like they're pretty pretty gribbly in battle um so yeah i think i think they've got, they've got a little bit yeah death jesters they're horrible the solitaire is quite horrible with slanesh and they lose their identity when they take on the role. Yes. So they actually sacrifice themselves for this story, which yes, is pretty gross as well, I suppose. Yeah. So I feel it's interesting. Do they have more edge than Eldar, or are they in a similar sort of area to Eldar, do you think? Um, I think they're scarier than your average Eldar. Yeah. yeah. Clowns are scary. Clowns are... Oh, sorry. They're clowns, yeah. Scary. Sorry. Clowns are scary. <laughs> Hey, Georgie. <laughs> oh, I don't. don't uh, freaks me right out. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. Note to uh, self, Tom it, hates clowns. I don't like it at all. Um, <laughs> is it a B? I think it's the B. Because I think they're a bit too just sort of colourful and garish to be right up in the, the yeah. scary, scary places. Although demons are colourful too. Right, next up, Imperial Knights. We talked about Imperial Knights. Is there much scary about an Imperial Knight? Nah. nah. Nah, get in the deeds here with the rest of the Imperium. Gundam Wing is not <laughs> spooky. Nah. Then it's Necrons. Yeah. It's a tragic thing, but they are still like soulless robots mm. marching inevitably towards you, being destroyed, then getting back up like a zombie mm. does carrying on shooting even though you've blown its head off it's it's terrifying but i'm not mm. sure it's necessary i suppose it's quite spooky because they've got literally like them regrowing and things around them are building things and stuff it's yeah. that whole like uh, David well, said earlier, and the, the weapons whole... too right the stuff yeah. the weapons does to people like in all whenever you see it in a game or in tv like those guns just flay people alive it's horrible uh Check out the on YouTube the again the cutscenes for uh, I think it's Nexus Pariah or something yes. like that. Uh, yes. Really awesome, and there there is like I think like a torture scene where um, Sharek or, or one of, or yeah I think it's Sharek who's basically torturing humans, and then if you think of spooky think of the flayed ones. I guess yeah, that's exactly. awesome. I'm a normal example. person. Look at me, I'm wearing yeah. their skin. <laughs> I think they're one of those armies where, again, the the models don't quite do justice to the sensory yeah. dimensions that that would be if you were literally watching these shuffling undead metal skeletons that won't die and all the creepy green lights and everything else. It's like the name, John, isn't it? Hello, fellow humans. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's that weird, you'll hear that metallic kind of... Yeah, like, I hated blanky. the way that Cybermen had like a really dumb sound to make their kind of stomping but like that where you just hear this metal clanking but like it's just tons of it like saucepans almost like hitting each other like just hearing that in the distance you'd be like what on earth is that it's really sinister and i um, know it's kind of silly yeah. but when i was playing um dark crusade so dawn yeah. of war and the the so dark crusade came with tau and necrons necrons were actually giving me the chills because mm. they didn't talk 
Like yeah. they were the silent race that would just, yeah. you know, you couldn't kill them. They were extremely resilient, but yeah. they would never talk. They would just come and kill you and you know, <laughs> blow you to pieces, but they would never say a word. And yeah. that is freaking spooky. Yeah, and transcendent really Catan's are giant ghosts. It's like yeah. Slimer wearing a, well, and a, a choker. Got, <laughs> you've got the whole, again, you've got that whole, the like there are people that have been like tricked into giving up their their physical bodies. Yeah. That is it's pretty bleak, pretty bleak. How high up do we think that gets them? I think B. B uh, top of, would, top of B. I reckon A. I'm with Thomas. Oh, sorry, no, I, I, think, yeah. I think they get into A. No, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, fine. What it's about fine. orcs? I think their marketing does a great job at making them not seem spooky, but literally you destroy yeah. them all and your planet is covered in their spores. They're coming <laughs> back. Oh, They're fucking chocolate you. That's yeah. not spooky. That's practical. Yeah, that, but it's, they always it's an inevitability. It's fun, and they like to fight, right? That's yeah. kind of the whole. Yeah, but football hooligans are not fun. They ruin no, that cities. Is true. I've never the really been. Best. I've never found orcs particularly scary. No, I have to say. No. Um, Prime orcs are though. The beast was scary. Do you know what's really scary is having a well-learned orc. Appear on terror, speaking high gothic. That is terrifying. Mm. That is what they used to be, which not makes spooky, it more scary. Though, is it? That's scary because that shows that if they hadn't been taken down a notch, they would be a real, real problem right now. Mm. So, so, they, so the, John, if if a, if a monkey turned up at your house <laughs> and, it, and, it's, and it went, hey, John, how's it going, lad? I'd be like, Would hey, Davey, be... how you doing? <laughs> ah, yes, I'm only saying it because you're over there I'm and I'm safe. I'm going to go back in my box. <laughs> I, th- I think it's really kind of, it's it's the the way that they are shown in the in the kind of the, the, the universe makes them, it's easy to kind of go, oh, yeah, they're a bit silly and kind of They, daft, they but... end up being the comic relief is the thing quite a lot but of the time. Literally, I think. none of their weapons actually they're work. Not. But they like, believe they them to work. That's terrifying that literally they can make mm. anything work if they if they believe enough. They crash into planets using giant meteors that they've turned into ships because they're that kind of they can make do with it being shite that's that's yeah. terrifying to me in a way in a different way it's, it's not necessarily not spooky, really but it is there is a voice actor i don't know if you've heard of him but he became quite prominent on like instagram and tiktok for doing voice acting for warhammer uh his mm. name is chris tester I think uh, I might have seen some of those. Yeah, yeah. I think he might have done an audiobook, although I haven't heard it yet. But if you go to his like Instagram, uh, he has uh, he does voice acting for like Kabanda, the the corn demon, and he also does um, an episode or like the I don't know uh, a, a short doing Gaskell. Oh wow! And when he does Gaskell, uh you get like the whole spectrum of emotions because you you are you, you just listen in awe how awesome it is but you know there is this bit of pride there is this bit of admiration for a worthy opponent and then there are moments where he just makes Gaskell sound scary like <laughs> Gaskell really wants to destroy absolutely everything out there mm-hmm. and you, you just sit there and you're just please don't <laughs> he really <laughs> does he really does gaskell justice so i strongly recommend you go and check him out by the yeah, way yeah i definitely will and he can make gaskell scary yeah so, so i think it's like if i was confronted with it it would be scary yeah like it's a world crushing tide of 
what sort of endless warriors, isn't it? But it's just spooky. I don't know. I think I think seeing guys. Yeah, I think that, I think mm-hmm. that is fair. I think that's a lot of how they are marketed as much as anything. Yeah, that's the most honest so far of the kind of threats to the Imperium, isn't it? Yeah, because um, they are a kneecapped version of the Orcs. More yes. Well, I think it's just because it's in some ways a little bit one-dimensional as well, right? Yeah. It's not It's not sort of freaky in that sense. No. <laughs> uh, but definitely scary. Uh, Sisters of Battle. Uh, scary. Yeah, scary. I think they there, are scary. There, there, there are some elements. If you take it past the sisters themselves, the fact that if someone's made a mistake, they're punished. They are yeah. made to be retributed. The repentant engine. They're literally tied up into an Iron Maiden and thrown into a battle yeah. with flamethrowers. That's horrifying. Arco-flagellants. It's all... Penitent engines. Yeah, some yeah. horrific stuff. Absolutely horrific stuff. And they normalise Karen around with their little cherubs as well, which is, again, yeah. dead babies that have been lobotomised. Yeah. Organ music in the background. Yeah. yeah, it's that kind of perversity of, of faith and, and religion, isn't it, that they really yeah. kind of... I, I would say zealotry in any... Yeah. Uh, like, any display of zealotry is scary. It is. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Worshipping a god that didn't want to be called a god in itself. Terrifying. I mean, it's a cult, isn't it? Right. So the yeah. same way the Jane Tiller cult is going. I was going to say, does this? Yeah. Do they? Do they make a? Are they freaky enough to make I a? Think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Just as we've had one of the baddie factions has dropped down to C, I think this is the Imperium one that gets all the way up into the A because there's some horrific stuff going on in there. Yeah. Do you remember like uh, um, uh, Dan Brown's first? I mean based on his book, the first movie, there was this guy called Silas. Yes. That yes. would, like, you know, mutilate Yeah, be, like, dog. whipping Just, himself. Yeah, exactly. That's sisters for you right there. Yeah. yeah. And that is, that is very freaky. Okay. Great. Space Marines. I mean... Bin. Yeah, Bin. <laughs> the body horror of being made into a Space Marine on this tier list doesn't actually even go anywhere near which no, is quite really. terrifying right that it just shows that that terrifying isn't that terrifying in this no. context space wolves <sighs> the werewolf too funny to be scary right yeah <laughs> it's sort of saga and viking and my, but my, 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 my relic weapon's dangerous i'm scary <laughs> yeah the fact that they are, are werewolves like yeah, yeah. Whether that's enough, I guess it's a bit like Blood Angels, but I always feel like the Blood Angels, the sort of the horror of that, is more compelling than for Space yeah. Wolves. Well, so their dad just went off on a journey. He's gone to get cigarettes. He's not been butchered by his brother. <laughs> and their chapter master is Santa Claus. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's one of those ones that I think if they in the future they could really amp up the the freaky size of this with a good release for them, but. I'd love to see a Jaws film, like like the film Jaws, the entire idea of it, but with Murderfang instead. (laughs) (laughs) Our D tier is quite crowded, so it's just whether they get, because of thresholds, they'd get into C on that basis. I think they're getting a C, given they are. Probably like the lowest of C, right? Like just on the cusp. Yeah, it's, it's werewolves out of Twilight, but it's still werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, and Wolfen are a bit freaky in their own way. Yeah, man. Okay, next up, 
towel. <laughs> oh my god. It's not much um, creepy about towel, is there? Not much spooky about it. The best bit are pretty creepy. Yeah, like how bad are those sculpts, man? Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, so building vestments really. is pretty spooky. Yeah, yeah I other than that, I think they're pretty. I think vanilla. they do deserve to be in the D because yeah, what's lower pretty, than D? They're pretty vanilla, aren't they? They're pretty. What, yeah, what is lower than D? Yeah, I think the one exception, like Shurini's uh, just mentioned, like the crew, they literally take on traits from eating you. Yeah, I was gonna say, Crew themselves are pretty scary. Like they're pretty horrible, but uh, yeah. the Tau in general, yeah. not so much. I mean, again, just the sh- um, maybe it's the zealotry part that I was speaking about earlier, but like mm. doing any the ideology of doing anything for the greater good mm. does sound a little bit scary. But maybe that I'm you know taking this. No, I know, I know what you mean, and there's this, I think in more recent versions they've talked up like brainwashing and stuff, haven't they, yeah. for the ethereals and made it a bit more sinister in terms of the the sort of adherent to the greater good. So that is a, that is a little bit creepy, but I mean, whether, whether it gets kind of the caste system as well, I suppose that's kind mm. of you're forcing people that they have to go and do a specific role. Mm. It's the illusion yeah, of freedoms, but... a little sinister, but it's not necessarily spooky. Yeah, yeah and also we... I think it's just because people on the internet didn't like the idea of a pseudo-communist faction being good. I suppose, the, I suppose <laughs> stealth suits and ghost kills are a little bit spooky because they literally stand around hiding and murdering stuff without you seeing them. Yeah. But even then, yeah. that's, that's stretched it, right? Yeah, you're really, you're really working hard yeah, for that one. I'm, I'm trying my best, but there just isn't anything there, really. Like, yeah. Sharuni says hooves. the Imperium sees the Tau and GSC mentality is the same from what I understand. I do get that, to be yeah. fair. I think there's just something about the way the GSC threat kind of comes from within and poisons the society from the inside whereas Tau sort of a very meat and potatoes go and conquer worlds and build their empire and all that stuff it's not there's not many surprises there um next up we've got thousand sons Ooh, suits of armor that are haunted by their former owners that mm. are just the dust in the bottom yeah that is pretty spooky in the yeah. traditional sense they're ghostly dustly boys aren't they yeah and they've been mutated I don't find them quite as scary as Death Guard in terms oh, yeah. of like for spooky terms. They, they're, yeah. they're up there, but it, they're up it's there. a little bit more honest. It's more like yeah. Casper, and it's Casper like, oh, rather than watching the Exorcist. We fucked around with magic and we found out. It's like, yeah, okay, shocker. Like, that's that's the story. Um, <laughs> we were told not to do this and we yeah. did it. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That My hands well. burnt. Like, I touched the fucking radiator. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's very, and it's, it's very much like, yeah, I mean, you, did, you brought that on yourself. And um, even if you take away like all the memes on the internet and so on, their primark is just absolutely not scary. I don't know. Magnus is just tragic, think, maybe scary, not so much. I, I think the scariest no, bit is that they're still calling him Magnus the Red because he was originally meant to have red hair and now he's got red skin. It's like they, they realized people couldn't understand why he was being called Magnus the Red. <laughs> That's pretty spooky to me. I mean, I've been called Davy the Ginger the ent- my entire life. That's done why it never worked. <laughs> And you also so, did nothing wrong. Where yeah. do we where do we think they fall? Uh, B top of B. I feel like top of B as well. Yeah. I'm gonna start because at least there's that whole suits of armor thing. It's pretty it's tragic but spooky. Yes. And then the ones that didn't are like all mutating, 
which is pretty scary and spooky, I suppose. Like the guys that saved everyone have got tentacly arms now. Yeah. I think sometimes with Thousand Suns, it's just that they're a bit too clean cut. And I feel like they're another one where the models don't quite give it away, right? If you could actually see all this stuff shimmering and changing and warping in front of you. Like, you, I love the idea appreciate of the, how scary suits, it is a bit more. The suits of armor walking with like as they're moving, there's like a dust cloud behind them just because yeah, they're yeah. so and it just be sinister slow moving things rather than just like I've moved them five inches. Yeah. It just doesn't translate. Um next up, the Great Devourer. It is the Tyranids. I think they are scary, but I but when you look at like it's the models that make me just like kind of it's just it's a meme like they could be <laughs> terrifying like yeah. if you look, if you read any lovecraft or are into that kind of vibe like they could be terrifying but you just see the models you're like harris specs is pretty cool but it's not like i mean harris specs was also the first thing that i thought about and uh, <laughs> do you know do you know where, where the name comes from actually oh no i don't actually but go so harris specs or Haruspik is actually a name of a pagan, uh, what do you call them? Uh, like, like a pagan priest okay. who would who would foresee the future using the intestines of his victim. Uh, so he would like, yeah. you know, fortune tell by cutting someone open, taking out their guts, and just saying, "Yeah, it's going to be sunny tomorrow." Um, <laughs> so, so that in itself is kind of scary. And then when you think what the model could be like like in reality then potentially but i cannot run away from this whole like the tyranids are the bugs from starship troopers yeah that's terrifying that is terrifying they um they definitely like any any kind of i remember getting the the eighth tyranid codex and reading that and it it does really put the fear into you like they're they're the thing everyone is afraid of in the galaxy right they're the greatest the greatest scariest threat they're the thing that, that other adapts. things run from it genetically adapts and twists itself to be the yeah. most efficient at killing you yeah again where does zerg scary in starcraft not really no not really no it's just yeah i think in some ways it's it's because it's so unhuman again yeah. there's not that corruption element that i think i think what is scary about some of the top ones mm. is the way there's something human there that's being corrupted and changed and distorted. Whereas with Nids, they're just going to eat you. This is a slasher <laughs> film compared to watching proper body horror. I think is the difference, right? Yeah. This yeah, is, J- is Jason the dagger, murder. right? It's just a yeah. murdering guy. Comparatively. But it is, it is coming to eat the entire universe, which is, but it's not yet. But pretty freaky. So I, at the beginning, I like we were the Facebook thinking... algorithm is getting better at it every single day. Sorry, Tommy, you were talking. Yeah, yeah. At Sorry. the beginning, you you were like, well, "What is our measuring stick for spooky?" <laughs> yeah. So I think with you know you could take tyranids and then think like, "What is spookier to you? The perspective of meeting a tyranid face to face, or like a demon, or yeah, a it's interesting, right?" And to me, the the idea of being torn to bits and eaten is kind of more spooky than meeting a Necron who's going to like zap me and yeah, uh, disappear. Yeah, I think that's fair. 
yep. and their, sp- their spores create you hallucinating. And it's all raining from the planet. sky. And yeah, there's, the shadow in the warp witch. element as well, the psychic yeah, element. Yeah, the shadow of the warps, that's pretty yeah. scary. So I think the they are term. supposed to be pretty terrifying. Are they more scary than Drakari? It's a different scale, isn't it? It's what one mm. Drakari would do to you is scary, but it's what Tyranids are going to do to the whole world that's scary. Or to, or to a sector, even it's, it's scary. yeah, yeah. Drakari is like this madman out there on the streets that yeah, you know that he's there and he can, right. if he catches you, he's going to catch you up. While Drakari is like this animal at large that ran away from the mm. zoo, basically. Yeah, yeah. A, a pack of are they scarier perhaps, than Kirsten yeah. Knights? Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. I think they probably are S tier. Maybe between Death Guard and Drakari. Yeah, well, I, th- I think I think probably yeah. If we reorder this, what, do we think demons are the most scary of the scary? Where do we think on yeah. this? It's think the so. four colors of it's the four flavors it's of horror. The flavors almost. of horror. And I think the thing is, if GSC are scary, they're only scary because Tyranids are more scary, and that's the way it all connects up, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so they're, they're, GSC they're the sequel. A. Yeah, GSC yeah, exactly. are, the, the, are the first film, and then the sequel that has to ramp it up is the Nids. Yeah. And they're actually another one, Tyranids, where it's the the lack of noise, the sort of shuffle of just hundreds and hundreds of bodies just rustling at you on mass and just crashing into you like horrible wet, wet clicking noises like think about mm. alien yeah like, you don't see it you don't hear it. you start to hear it and then if you're hearing it it's too late oh my god right. tell you what's not scary leagues short of people no they're not scary they're do not, all do you know what's more scary they're not like, scary at all <laughs> short is people. is <laughs> it's it's the fact that they're listening to a senile ai that's pretty yeah. scary to me that's not spooky. They're clones. And oh that's a bit weird, but they're not. I don't know. They, they need to do a little bit more, more work with Votan Law before they're spooky. We, I think they're we're currently ruled by the Tory party, Scribble, so I think that's about the same. Oh, don't remind oh me. <laughs> oh, my God. Every um, time you say that word, I have to drink. We've got one yeah. more of these. Oh, it's the classic. World Eaters. It's the A tier. Yeah. Think they're let's go. They're I not... don't know much about World Eaters lore, so I'm willing to be told a story. Like, the eight bound being literally possessed by eight demons while still being in control is more terrifying than someone that's been kind of mm. overcome by the demon, because that means there's someone still in control and they're happy that it's happening. Or mm. even if they're not happy, they're just making do. That terrifies me. Yeah, And they just want to get as close to you as possible. It's like jason x it's like he's in space now he's he's just ramped up and he just wants to come and butcher you all and nothing's getting in the way not even yeah the, the whole that there's a space nails thing that's pretty creepy yeah i think the um, i think the scariness here comes from the rage right the absolute unbridled rage like like i think Sh- Sh- uh, uh compared them to orcs right yeah i think similar. orcs are there's not rage in orcs it's just like yeah we would have fought but world leaders are just so intensely angry yeah and that's terrifying that's pretty scary yeah but at the same time it is quite one-dimensional which again shirini yeah. said in the chat shirini should have really been on this show to be honest i think yeah. shirini has a lot My of thoughts, re- exactly shirini yeah. really has some fantastic insights about all of this so thank you very yeah. much for the but yeah that i think where you get all the variety that's quite horrifying with some of the chaos factions obviously world eaters don't do that it's just here is the rage here is the anger yeah. yeah so eight is probably about right for them um okay great right well 
we have completed our spookiness tier list. I'm just going to roll down it. If any of you have any last minute alterations, because it will be really important because obviously there'll be a, a spookiness data, data slate soon. So it's important that GW knows how spooky <laughs> different factions are. And if we get this wrong, they might accidentally adjust the spookiness of the factions incorrectly. So first up, we've got Chaos Demons, CSM, Tyranids, Death Guard, and Drakari in the S tier. I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think all my worst nightmares are in that one. Uh, then we've got Chaos Knights, GSC, Necrons, Sisters, World Eaters in the A tier. Each for different reasons, but yeah, yeah. It feels like they're in. Sisters is the freakiest Imperium, makes a lot of sense to me, I think. Yep. Yep. Thousand Sons, Admet, Harlequins in B. Can definitely see that. I think Admet could be higher. Sorry to. I think yeah, Admech's scarier than Sisters. They're a different I don't kind think of scary. They are as scary mm. because I think okay. with Admech it's cold. It's that kind of cold logic. Whereas with Sisters it's the sort of the, the, the zealotry and the passion and the yeah. self immolation that comes with that. That to Very me true. is a lot scarier than being like detached. Fair point. Um then Eldari, Blood Angels, Orcs, Space Wolves, C, and then basically the rest of the Imperium and yeah. Tau and Leagues of Votan in D. <laughs> I, do, I do think things like the Space Marines are probably more spooky and scary than something like Votan purely for the fact that they are oh, yeah. big superhuman cultists of an Imperium cult that go around butchering things because yeah. they're told to and don't question it. And it's a bit chapter by chapter, isn't it, as well? Yeah. You do have some chapters with particularly freaky backstories. Great. Okay. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us for that. That was our spookiness tier list. We will. I'm conscious we've had Tomic on for an hour and a half, and he might want to escape soon. So, Tomic, how, 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 how are you holding up? Yeah, I'm quite good. My dog's probably not, not so much. I just saw my wife through, like, the... A... <laughs> opening in the door giving me signs that it's probably time to walk them so uh, wonderful okay well yeah. if we can we will have we'll do a handful of listener questions but we're very happy to let you go now if that works for you man because thanks so much for coming on it's Thank been you for amazing me. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a blast yeah we'll thanks, have guys. you back again soon all right bye-bye all right bye Cheers. guys Thank take you. care man how do i drop from this <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna remove you all right that's fine thanks everyone <laughs> good well, there we go. He's gone. Hey, that's really funny. And then, so we don't <laughs> need the tier. Actually, I'll leave the tier list up because we've just worked hard on it. Um, so, yeah. do some listening questions. If you have any questions, you can bung them in the chat. Obviously, Halloween-related questions, very, very welcome. Um, let's see what people left this week. So, oh, they're still arguing about Jaffa cakes. The chat are <laughs> awful. The chat are absolutely awful. So, no one cares about VAT, guys. Get a hint. <laughs> oh, there was a question for Tweet, but he had to go. So there was a question. <laughs> We've got to get back on now. That's unfortunate. But Sindri asks, favorite Halloween or horror film? Um, I, I, it's, a, it's, it's a bit of a cop out answer, but I really like Cabin in the Woods because I quite like that kind of meta, uh, outside of itself horror film <laughs> because that's ironic enough that I can watch it without shitting myself because I don't deal well with fear. I have enough fear as it is. <laughs> How about you guys? Ooh, so for me, if I'm going for funny horror, it's Shaun of the Dead because it's That's a classic good. love letter to horror. 
like the, the zombie kind of trope. But if I'm being really, I also serious, love Dale it's... and Tucker versus Evil. I think that's that's nice. one Joseph Shelby. That's quite fun. So the, the the serious one for me is the original Dawn of the Dead, because yeah. it's the horror is actually not the zombies. It's the people as they're having their mental break in isolation, stuck in rooms, and I find that very 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 distressing to watch. Sindri has more questions. If, <laughs> if your favourite Primark dressed up for Halloween is another Primark, who would they be? I've got a good answer for this. Oh, my favourite Halloween film, by the way, was yeah. anything with Lovecraftian. So okay, okay. I am um, really big into that kind of thing. So Annihilation. There's one I can't. Annihilation is very oh. good. Annihilation was really good. I haven't seen that. Actually. It's one where... so good, so vivid. It's got Natalie Portman in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the film? It's in a spaceship, and it's a famous film. Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Oh, what it's a basically a Warhammer film, man. I've not seen Event Horizon. They go in the warp. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, Tom. Sam Neill's in Event Horizon tonight. Mm. You have nightmares can after this because I need to go to bed, but I might watch it tomorrow. <laughs> so good, man. It's so good. If your favourite Primark dressed up for Halloween as another Primark, who would they be? Yeah, I wanted to say the line would dress up as the wolf, uh, as as the as um, Rust take the mech, but I don't think he would. He's he's a bit too straight laced, especially as a youngster. He'd be just a bit like, no, this isn't what I'd be doing. I think it'd be something like Kurz doing something dumb. Well, you know how you know how Kurz would dress up as another promo in their skin. <laughs> yeah, he'd fucking wear them. He'd be, no, do you know what it'd be? It'd be Comrade Kurz, and he'd be there with Dawn's head before they retcon that, going, hello. Yeah, yeah. That'd be <laughs> I think that's that's what I'd go for, Kurz wearing a skin suit of one of the yeah, others. Agreed. What's, what's Mortarian's favourite candy? Um, oh, what are those sour what? ones? Because sour feels like a Nurgle thing, right? Yeah, so he probably, well, he's quite a sour puss as well. Yeah, true. If you had an unlimited budget and the costume was movie quality, which 40k character would each of you dress up as for Halloween? Oh, I tell you who. Oh, uh, what's his name? The uh, Drakari Geezer. The... Vect. Nah, the guy I hate. Um, Drazar. Right. Drazar. Yeah, you dress up as Drazar. You could do a good yeah. Drazar costume. That'd be good That'd fun. Be a cool Drazar. I'd probably go as a homunculus, have extra art. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, or maybe the the guy from GSE who you know everyone calls him the the DJ. Oh, the Clamavus guy. Yeah, yeah, and you have full that. That'd be sick. How about you, John? I think for me it would be as boring as the lion because like if the budget's anything, I'd have a giant flipping Primark suit of armor, and I'd have a cape. Who wouldn't want that? And I'd have a little dude following me around holding stuff. It'd be cool. That'd be pretty cute. I can be a little dude. Look, there you go. (laughs) They said unlimited (laughs) budget, not not plus plus budget, man. Oh, okay. It'd actually be short, not just someone like shuffling on their knees. Right, we've got some questions in the chat. Presumably you've seen the GW Tawny FAQ. What are your thoughts? That's kind of cleaning things up about, as you would expect, I think. Yeah. I didn't, didn't see massive surprises in there. I think the modifiers thing, that debate's being settled, will be a good thing. I think it probably 
brings down a few armies not being able to ignore all the mods. But it's probably for the best, just because that can be a wildly powerful thing, and it was concentrated in a few really odd places, so I think that's for the best. And it does create quite a, a feel-bads if you've invested in a thing, and then someone just goes, I can just undo your thing. Um, there should be some balance works, in it, right? But, no, yeah. but, but yeah, not yeah, like yeah. to the extent where just a quarter of your army is pointless. It just becomes... The... Mm. Yeah. It's like everything, right? Like it should always there should be a line. Yeah, I think counters existing to, I mean, in this instance, particularly just durability, which mm. is the least interesting way. Yeah, to have an advantage in forty k. Um, I think being able to get around that is useful. Um, yeah. And if you have ways of getting around it that aren't just pure damage, that's probably quite good as well. But anyway, it's it's it's. Yeah. It makes, it makes complete right? sense because it's a wildly difficult thing to balance yeah. being able to ignore that. And as you say, you need to be able to point things going into each other. Um, I haven't really read and digested the rest of it. Um, fun question. Also, if you, if you, I was just going to say it's, it's a positive, yeah. isn't it? Because it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's clarity. Yeah. yeah, we want clarity. Um, if you were to dress up as a 40k character Halloween, who would you pick? Monsters like what? Oh, you could dress up as a monster. Ooh, mm-hmm. What monster would that be? The horror specs. <laughs> the horror spec. <laughs> monster would be quite fun to dress up as. Yeah. Well, the only monster worth doing is Gazgul because he's not infantry, oh, yes. so he's a monster man, and who wouldn't want to be Gazgul Magaric Thraka? That's that's the one. That'd be pretty sick. And Shirini asks, "What's the most toxic candy?" I don't know, but it's probably Mortarian's favourite one. So we've got the answer to our original question. Nuclear warheads, I think they were called. They were like a gobstopper that literally, as you were eating, just that. were like, <laughs> American candy for you. It's awful. Amazing. Right. I think that's it. Oh, we've got one more in uh, Discord from Hannibal, which was, how was this aimed at me? How was your Battle of Britain experience and what one thing did you learn? I mean, I learned a ton of things, Hannibal. I think an experience <laughs> like that is we really get hammered with lessons for a whole weekend. It was amazing. It was very tough, like toughest weekend of games I've had in a long time. And that's awesome. I learned as far as the team setup goes, I think the things I learned were you have to learn how to play games without sometimes without the ambition of ever winning them. That's a weird thing for me, right? There are games where every asset you have, every resource you use has to be committed to just keeping it close and getting a bunch of points, but not enough and not putting them away enough to win because that's what in a particular matchup you have said you're going to do and what you need to do. That's a weird feeling to me. And I had a couple of games early on in the weekend where I was trying to win games that were hard and then made it worse. Whereas actually what I should have been doing was just doubling down and, and, and keeping it closer. And so that was an interesting mentality for me and it was amazing seeing how players kind of keep track of and predict and promise things to the team across across events that was really really interesting um and i learned a lot more about the sort of some of the missions we played haven't been in like uktc or haven't, haven't been very popular stuff like supply drop and uh the ritual stuff i've not played a ton of and it was good to get reps into those into very good players and see how they approach them as well so yeah i learned loads as you always do when it's when it's rough like you learn a lot more a lot quicker but yeah amazing experience um okay brilliant that's us done thank you for tuning in uh, it's been wonderful we really appreciate you all watching um i hope you've had a lovely halloween and we'll see you all again soon bye-bye bye bye <laughs>